0: Deep in the Perseus region of space, a lone
1: starship flies quickly towards an undeveloped planet. It's not landing. There's no time for that. The alarms are buzzing, the flames are roaring, and the entire
0: planet seems to quake when the ship crashes down. No one could have survived a crash like that. Or could they? Welcome to Season 3 of Must Be Dice,
2: The Forgotten Planet! Hello, everyone, and welcome to season three of Must Be Dice. This season, we're doing things a little different. We're traveling to the distant future, where humankind has not only expanded throughout the galaxy, but they have joined the larger collection of otherworldly sapient beings. How's everybody doing? Great. Doing
0: just dandy, John. I'm, right. I'm all right. Glad to be here.
2: <laughs> uh, you ready to go on an adventure? Yeah. Yes, All a right.
0: space adventure. This is all I've wanted from this entire channel.
2: So in terms of the game system we're using, uh, I would say it, it is none. It's just dice and a dream. Y'all aren't gonna have any stats. Uh, we're not gonna be doing health or anything like that. It's just gonna be up to our discretion. You all know your characters, you know what you're good and bad at. Uh, I know your characters. Anytime you gotta do something that, you know, you could possibly fail at, uh, we're gonna roll the dice. But you know, things like Ort being a you know strong-ass motherfucker, we're not gonna have to roll for that. We know he's gonna be able to do it, doesn't matter. We're just here to have fun with some friends. Mm-hmm. Dice and a dream. How about we uh, go over our characters? Quick little introduction. Let's start with the
0: captain. Hello, I'm Jacob Fullerton, I'm playing Captain Ordantaris, but well, that's two O's and Ort. He's, uh, as described in my little card here, big of body, small of mind, four arms, big and burly, four eyes too. Mm-hmm. I'm the captain of this vessel that is not a vessel anymore, and uh, I will be leading this Mary Band on a jolly space adventure.
3: Uh, hello, I'm Lindsay Washburn and I'm playing Washburn. She's <laughs> second in command, saddled with the responsibility of making sure her crew makes it out alive. She's got a couple skills, she's got motherly love, cybernetic scan, She's cool.
2: But as we can tell from the intro, she doesn't always succeed in uh, preventing Orc from getting everyone killed.
3: Right. Uh, yeah. And I also have a little pet, little dog, Mud. Uh, Mud is a little pet that is about this size, but also can get real big. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, look at that. Mud. <laughs>
2: what
1: are you coughing there for, bud? I'm <laughs> uh, Bones, and uh, I'm uh, Goochaloney. You can call me Gooch. I'm the uh, trusty ship's mechanics slash janitor, slash whatever you need done, I kind of get it done. I come from the planet Paramus and um, I'm mostly uh, covered in uh, sphincter orifices that provide lubrication across my whole body. All right, short. Squat, Yeah, dumpy. little, little green. I don't care about much. I like to just relax and uh, have a few smokes, you know. Gooching it. Straight gooching.
2: All right, well, cool. Let's get started with the adventure. We're gonna begin with an infotone. <laughs> <laughs> the year is 4023. In the past 2,000 years, the galaxy has had its ups and downs. For humans, advancements in quantum mechanics granted them the ability to travel vast distances across space. They quickly discovered they were playing catch-up. After making contact, humans were folded into the larger galactic system and became just another race of creatures among thousands to inhabit space. Now, the following information is a bit fuzzy, as much of it has been lost to time, but... We'll get to that. Basically, as things tend to go, different parties across the galaxy were warring with each other, trying to claim overship over more and more space. At some point in, say, the 3700s, things came to a head. After far too much bloodshed, a peace was reached, and a galactic coalition was formed to rule objectively over what humans called the Milky Way. With overpopulation being a critical, ubiquitous issue, campaign to populate new planets and bridge the gaps of civilization across the galaxy was born. Over the next century, hundreds of planets located in the empty pockets of the galaxy were terraformed, inhabited, and commercialized. This initiative ushered in a new age of growth for the galaxy. But, sadly, after nearly a century of peace and prosperity, a slew of political and economic crises coalesced, causing the Galactic Coalition to crack and ultimately splintered. This infrastructural collapse led to famine and consequently disease on a galactic scale. Entire systems starved, war returned, technology was lost, history was lost. And that brings us to today. Uh, Roughly two centuries later, the galaxy still has not recovered and it looks like it never will. Life is rough for all but the elite. And because people have had it so bad for so long, and because so much was lost in that galactic-wide disaster. And nobody really knows or cares about anything I just told you. And those pilgrim planets from the good times, those seeds of progress planted far from everyone else, well, nobody really knows what happened to those planets. They really only exist in rumor and conspiracy. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, some of the people who are well-versed in Traveling the outer worlds, like say, a crew of bounty hunters. You know, maybe they've been to a couple of these planets. Kind of a good place for people to hide out. There we go, info dump over.
0: That was a good dump. Thank you. Nice, good, heavy dump.
2: Ort, you awake to fire. Intense heat blasts your skin from all around. Strapped to your captain's chair, you see before you the command deck, crushed in from all sides. The ceiling pushed low. Loose cables are sparking from exposed panels. Everything is engulfed in flame. It's difficult to see through the billowing black smoke, but you do see one thing, your entire crew splattered across the front of the deck.
0: Holland, report. Avery, report. Silence. Uh, Washbird, number two.
2: Captain,
3: captain. Washbird,
2: where are you? You can't see her, but she does know that she's currently trapped under a large amount of exposed cables that have fallen from the ceiling.
3: I'm currently trapped under a large amount of exposed cables. I'm gonna fall in. Help me, Captain.
0: I'll be right there, Washburn. Let me just take <laughs> care of this seatbelt. What do you do with the seatbelt? I use my forearms to unbuckle.
2: S- your you forearms or your S- forearms?
0: S- all, all four forearms. All four forearms. <laughs> yeah.
2: You reach down, grab the buckle, and you hear it. It's a searing
0: pain. The buckle is hot as hell. Damn it. This is why I didn't want you to put an override on this belt, XO. <laughs> That override saved your life! Yeah, that burnt three out of my four hands. (laughs) At least you still have hands. How do I get this thing off of me? You wanna check your person? Yeah. (laughs) You gotta it's fire. Oh, I've got a <laughs> knife, it turns out. Let me just slice <laughs> through this thing. All right, Exo, I'll be right there. I'll get you out from under that big pile of cables.
2: All right, so you cut through the cables. Reflexively, you stand, but your lungs immediately fill with acrid black smoke. <laughs> Looking behind you, you can see on the Exo's uh, seat, large ass cables, boom, over her legs. She's locked down. Get
0: down! I've got you, XO. Let me just grab these real quick. I'm gonna try to lift all these big old cables off of my number two. All right. So with your big ass, my big ass, your big ass thick, My big captain, muscly ass. arms. You're just this huge
2: hulking monster. You just
0: <laughs> lift them off. Uh, I got gotcha, you. So I may be stupid, but I'm strong too.
3: Thank you, Captain. I couldn't have said it better myself.
0: <laughs> I like that you're aware and. Maybe
2: proud of your stupidity. <laughs> I call it rashness. So you make your way through the halls. They're crooked, sparks, flames, everything. You know you gotta get out. You make your way to the exit hatch, and right before the exit hatch, you see the equipment room. You got nothing on you, you know that wherever you are, you gotta suit up,
3: Captain. It's the equipment room. We should get a bunch of supplies before we get out there. We don't know what's out there.
0: Yeah, sounds like a grand adventure to me. What's in there that we could need? Equipment. Well, I don't think we need that, XO.
3: Okay, I beg to differ.
0: You know what? I'll, I'll give this. You, I'll give this one thing to you. <laughs> <laughs> Classic impression. You relent? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so
2: you try the door. It's jammed. Uh, beside it is a small computer console that. Although everything around it is sparking, you can see that it's still active.
0: I got this. I knock on the door.
3: (laughs) I'm gonna uh, type in the password. Okay. To unlock the door.
0: As the XO, as basically
2: the only person uh, that is actually responsible and kind of runs the show, you get it open Password's
0: ORT.
3: (laughs) He won't let me
4: change it.
2: (laughs) Door opens. Inside, you find that luckily, all of the lash drawers that you know slide into the wall and hold off your equipment so that it doesn't you know bounce around in space when you're flipping around and everything. Most of them are lashed and nothing important has spilled out. You find some important things. One, you find your weapons. Ort, you get your big ass, dope ass sword. What is it called? Ort slab. Great, Dave. <laughs> it's huge. Washburn, you find your caster rifle.
3: Yeah, my caster rifle
2: and a whole fuck ton of ammo. You are always prepared. You are always stocked up. <laughs> Two other things: you find your cute little pup, Mud, kind of oh. kind of squeaking, shivering there.
3: Mud, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to lock you in the equipment room. <laughs>
2: well, that's where he lives. That's
3: you know. <laughs> His bed's in there. I go. Oh,
2: oh. He goes. Oh,
0: oh, oh. Kind of
2: lick, licks your hand, reaches down, licks your hand. He basically—he's this little guy, based uh, the size of maybe a softball.
3: Yeah.
0: Little little guy. Yeah. Looks like we got another survivor on the crew. That's gonna be our number three.
2: That's right. <laughs> and uh, you don't notice it at first, but right beside Mud's tank is uh, a, a, a an aquatic float tank uh, for where you know some of you know. There's a lot of different species, a lot of different creatures, amphibious, uh, gooey. Uh, float slime, tank slime, yeah. with, within, Gooch. Gooch, what are you doing in that <laughs> tank? Ah. Oh.
3: What is it, is it asleep it's full?
2: Yeah, yeah, so this is okay. like uh, it's basically like a little uh, aquarium. Yay. Reach,
0: right. Gooch is fast asleep, dreaming of Paramus sunsets. Washburn, what is that? A delicacy from a foreign planet? It's Gooch! I'm not familiar.
3: It's the mechanic! mechanic. It's a ship's engineer!
0: I don't remember this guy on
1: the crew manifest. Huh? <laughs> what? What's happening? What's going on?
3: Gooch, you're alive! Pull the plug. Yeah, of course I'm alive. Drain all the goo.
1: <laughs> you open the side and shit <clears throat> all throat over throat the throat> ground. What? Why? Why did you wake me up? What's going on? What's the matter?
0: Excuse me, custodial unit. Yeah, Report. Who are you? Who are you? Uh, apparently, I'm your employer. Oh shit! All right. Um, Have you been serving on this ship for longer than two minutes?
1: Yeah, like twenty years. Oh, yeah.
3: Gooch. What's we crash on? landed on a planet what kind of equipment do you have
1: what oh uh oh boy do you have uh, anything useful I got uh I got my smokes uh I got my booze um oh I got this I got this monkey wrench okay uh, I don't know and I got my trusty mop here Ugh. my big old mop this thing can shoot cleaning solution all over the place whatever wow. you need cleaned, I, got, I got you
0: I got that's you. great yep. we're in. Quite a mess, you might see. My, what's going on? We crashed. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, uh what are we gonna do about that, Cap? Well, I've got good news and bad news, Mister Gooch. Yeah, just Gooch. Gooch is fine. All right, Gooch. Good news is you're in for a promotion.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. <laughs> Staffing no time. is a, a little bit of light on this ship now. Bad news is that smoking's real bad for you.
1: No, it's it's good. It's healthy. Doctors say it's okay. All right. From the door,
2: there, you know, there's flames and everything. Black smoke is billowing in. Gucci's just kind of
1: <laughs> ah. Oh, that's good. Oh, good it looks like he did a real number on this one. Yeah. Uh, let's call it a group effort. We should get out of here, though.
2: All right.
3: This thing could explode at any minute.
0: You know what? When you're right, you're right, Exo. You all
2: uh, make your way out of the equipment room. Right next to it is the exit hatch. You get it open easy, uh, and before you, Uh, you see only lit by the flames of your shit. (laughs) Your ship? (laughs) Only lit by the flames of your ship. Some sort of murky bog. Everything, you you get hit with this humidity. There's large, twisted trees, a soggy ground. Uh, but that's all you see.
0: Ugh, jeez. I know we're out of that smoke, but I gotta say my olfactory factory nodules are
1: burning right now. Oh, I love it! He pooch just wallows in it like a pig and shit, just fucking rolling. One
2: thing you do notice as well, uh, is that you're a lot closer to the ground than you would be. Your ship is huge, uh, but you do know you lucked out one way. You know, maybe you crashed in this planet out of nowhere, but as you're coming down out of atmosphere, the command deck in its small little uh, smaller ship that can do uh, land travel popped off, and in the distance you see just a flaming inferno. Your main, the main body of your ship, decimated. Uh, clearly, nobody on that part of the ship survived.
0: Ort salutes with two arms. She was a good ship, the Buto. A lot of good memories. Pretty good crew. I'm gonna miss her. But I've got to say. One crash landing is as good as 10 safe ones. It's a terrible
2: safe. That's bad.
0: Keeps you on your toes. That's,
3: that's
2: bad. We
0: should take this as a win.
2: In the distance, you see your flaming ship. I think the first thing you guys need to do is possibly figure out where you are. One thing you do uh, know, uh, 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 probably mostly just Washburn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that the ship, although fucked up, is still operational systems wise.
3: The part that we landed
2: in. Yeah, because you got the door open, so you do know that uh, the system on board always is always kind of actively doing analysis and Mm -hmm. and able to receive, uh, you know, give you information. Washburn, sit rep. Planet
3: unknown. System unknown. Oxygen levels, 88 percent.
0: Not bad.
3: 43 percent possibility of lost planet. Ooh. Right.
0: There are worse places for us to land. This is gonna be just like riding a bike.
3: There could be rebels and outlaws here.
0: Sounds like our kind of people.
3: No, that's, well, we're hunting those people. (laughs) Yeah, sounds
0: like a good payday.
2: What? Uh, what?
3: Not you, you gotta fix stuff.
0: I've I've just got my sword planted (laughs) in the ground. I'm looking at the horizon.
3: Captain, I don't think you're gonna see much out there.
0: Oh, give me, give it time, XO. I've got four eyes and I know how to use them. You do look out and above you, uh, thick clouds,
2: you can't see any stars, you can't see anything. It's very, very dark. And um, you can barely see, you know, maybe 200 feet. All you got are the flames of your ship.
0: Well, like it or not, this is the new crew. Just this trio, trio. I guess we can count the uh, the creature too. Mud. No, I was talking oh. about Gooch. Oh. Right here. All right, so y'all are
2: without a ship, don't know where you are, I think you know. What you gotta do is you gotta find a way off this planet. That's really the only thing you
1: guys can do. Cap, we gotta get a move on. Once the astro dust hits the space catalyzer, this whole thing's gonna fucking blow. We gotta go, like, right now.
3: Gucci, are you saying there's no chance of fixing the ship? We gotta repair it. Do you think that there's some sort of way off of this planet without leaving the way we came in? No,
1: we
0: gotta get the hell out of here. we like, now. That's not good
3: for us, Captain.
0: I don't know about that, but I've got an idea. We should get out of here.
2: Yeah. So another thing you guys know is that on the few planets, these few forgotten planets that you've been to, a lot of the technology has been lost. It's been a couple hundred years. They basically have had no, very little contact with the outside world. They're not a part of the larger system. There's no trade, no nothing. The likelihood of there being a functioning ship on this planet It's slim, but it's not zero. And now, uh, as y'all are deliberating and discussing, uh, you hear this little noise.
3: Did you hear that? I'm listening to mud and I go,
2: that's that's not mud. You see uh, from the edge of the the little boggy clearing you guys are in, uh, this cute little plump bird-like creature, kind of. Pops out. It's kinda got a little awkward gait. Uh, it has long, narrow, gray legs, a blue, plump, feathered body, very soft feathers. It's, it's almost like kinda like fluff. Uh, and a wide head, wide beak, eat the little eyes. It kinda comes over to you, kinda looking curious, doesn't look scared. It's just, it's just kinda like.
1: Oh, it's adorable. Can I eat that? Yeah, crew, what would you say if we chopped
0: this thing into three pieces and roasted it?
3: Can I use optic scan? Yeah. To, to, uh, I wanna know, yeah, if it's like intelligent or if we should eat it or if we should not eat it and like what it is or.
2: Yeah, you do the optic scan. Oh yeah, I guess we should establish that. Washburn, uh, weathered veteran. Yeah. Wet vet. Wet vet, you are, uh, I know you got cybernetic eyes. Yeah, Basically, your c- eyes have been replaced.
3: My eyes have been replaced. My feet have also been replaced and that's why they're so big. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyber. <laughs> 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 But it's great feet. It's an upgrade, definitely. Yeah.
3: So I, yeah, I have optic scan. I scan this little creature. I go, oh, should we eat this?
2: So with your scan, you just get a little bit of information. Not intelligent, very much resembles a shoebill,
1: which is, um... It's
3: like a duck kind of
1: looking thing. Yeah, I really, really want to eat this adorable little bird. I'm not really sure
0: what to make of this thing. Washburn, what the hell is it?
3: It looks like a shoebill.
0: Shoe what?
3: I think we can eat it.
0: Is that one of your earth dogs?
3: It's an earth duck.
0: A duck.
2: This little bird thing is kind of like looking back and forth between you two. Uh, it can see that Gooch over here is Salivating.
0: although
2: yeah, although oozing from multiple <laughs> orifices, very clearly has this kind of hunger in the eyes, and it kind of looks out and it's like, <laughs> and you hear from the outer reaches from the distance, you hear multiple
0: calls
1: <laughs>
0: in response, and you start hearing. What is that, a tribal dance?
2: It doesn't sound good. <laughs> and very quickly, from really all directions, giant, massive, maybe seven, eight feet tall creatures. They're not covered in fluff. You can tell, you, you realize, at least maybe you have that this is a little baby thing. It hasn't molted yet. It's just very fluffy. Ah. Fresh little baby fur. But these things, very different. Vicious features, sharp features. Big, very blue, uh, vibrant uh, feathers. Huge-ass claws on their long, long legs. Kind of like flamingos. But they they don't look like flamingos, but it's the long-ass, just fucking vicious uh, rods with sharp, sharp claws (laughs) in the end. They hop over and
0: they Ready yourself, crew. Gooch, use your plasma cannon. Plasma? I don't have a plasma cannon. Should be standard issue for I a custodial unit. You got a goddamn wrench unit. and a mop. Close enough, I guess. <laughs> Ready yourselves for battle, crew. All right, everybody.
2: Uh, roll for initiative. Here we go, getting into it.
0: I got a four.
3: Eleven.
0: Eighteen.
2: Oh, beautiful. Of course, the captain. One thing I forgot to mention is, among the birds, you notice there's kind of a bigger, meaner, stronger-looking bird. It's the basically the the mother Mm-hmm. And the order (coughs) is going to be Ort. You're going to start us off. Then it's going to be the standard uh, vicious uh, predators. Uh, Then Washburn. (coughs) And then the big ass mother hen. Gooch. And uh, the little baby bird after that.
1: Cap, do something, all right? I was just
0: about to, Gooch. Waiting on your call, Cap. All right. Pull my Uh, rifle. You don't,
2: I mean, you guys do say say these things, but as it's happening, you're being charged by these birds. They're clearing the distance, maybe 50 feet.
0: Well, what Oort is gonna do, as a captain would do, he makes a beeline for the baby bird. (laughs) Okay. And what he's gonna do, using the flat of the Oort slab, he's going to pick up the baby bird and swing that sword like a baseball bat and try to direct it straight at the mother hen. (laughs) Oh, okay. Projectile.
2: Uh, So he's not slicing through it. He's kind of picking it it up and
0: kind of. Like a cricket bat.
2: Okay, all right. Uh, Roll. Ten. All right, you scoop up the bird, you swing it. Um, (laughs) You know, I I think accuracy uh, is not your strong suit. The bird goes in the general direction of the mother hen, but it swoops on by. And you can see that this bird, although, you know, it's not fully feathered, it does kind of. It doesn't look scared. It just kind of and starts flapping its little, its little (laughs) meaty flaps and (laughs) shoots off into the darkness. (laughs) Uh, And and the mother hen uh, is just very concerned. And as you're doing this, uh, the birds that were kind of nearest to you, nearest the bird, uh, nearest the baby that uh, basically that the baby shoots through at rocket speed, seems like they take this personally and they kind of, just turn straight for you and jump at you. Just uh, for him.
3: He's the one that did that shit. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> so there's about six birds. You were in your little huddle talking about stuff. Uh, so on one side, there's there's kind of three birds and they're gonna come straight for Ort. They're kind of maybe a little bit more intelligent, very pissed at <laughs> yeah, what well, Ort just did.
0: It was a challenge that's been yeah. issued.
2: Mm-hmm. And as they come at you, they kind of puff out their chest, bring up their huge ass wings, bring out their big talons, and just kind of jump on top of you, swiping with their, <laughs> their talons. <Sure. laughs> Two of them come down on you and slice the front of your shirt. Is just sh- uh, shredded. Mm, hell yeah. Uh, with one big, whoosh, you're, it, and, it, and it bears your burly, hairy chest. Oh. You know, you, you, you wear thick fabric, so it does uh, it does slice you open, but not no, no gaping.
0: Yeah. It's bleeding.
2: You almost kind of weirdly kind of taken it.
0: strength.
1: <laughs> uh, Ooh!
2: <laughs> this is what
0: you live oh, for.
2: Baby. This danger, this excitement. <laughs> so this just amps you up. The the second one gets you down the arm, but it's not too bad. And the third one uh, just kind of nicks you on the.
3: Neck. I go, Captain. You stopped shaving your chest.
0: <laughs> I never started. I like it. It looks good. <laughs> Thank you, Gooch. All right, Washburn, what do you do?
3: I'm gonna take my bolas and just toss them at the two birds that are next to each other. Yeah, I wanna like get their legs together.
2: So, you wanna go for the birds that are currently uh, pouncing on Oort? Yeah. All right, give it a roll. Ooh. ooh, ooh, almost landed on 17, it's a seven. The bullets shoot in, but sadly, they just wrap around one of the legs uh, of the leftmost bird. They don't even seem phased, they don't seem troubled. Uh, they're strong mm-hmm. ass birds. This is uh, the
1: worst fucking.
3: The other thing takes a turn
2: now? The mother
0: hen? What's this big bitch gonna do? <laughs> oh, Jesus
2: Christ, Cap. All right, so the Sorry. mother bird almost just kind of detaches from the whole situation and bolts back into the darkness uh, the way the baby bird came. Great, oh. bye. Uh, all right, Gooch, you're up.
1: What do you do? Uh, who's coming at me? From the side.
2: Yeah. These three birds are coming straight towards your left. Okay. These three birds are all just kind of swooping down on. Or I
1: got, I got, got I got this. So the first thing I do is I get a real good cherry going, right? Okay. And I flick it at the one that's closest to me, and then I squat down real tight and I push and I turn around so that my my sphincter orifices that lubricate my body that they're facing the birds. Right? Okay. Turn oh, Christ. Just give me. <laughs> What's he doing? <laughs> and I just shoot. I just shoot oh, this. Rank viscous fluid all over the three that are coming at me. Cubs? Okay. He
0: gooched! <laughs> he gooched all over those
1: all right. birds.
2: Roll first for the flick of the cigarette. <laughs> oh, 17. Nailed it. One of the birds that's coming at you yeah. is kind of doing the same thing where it has its chest out, it kind of has its. Uh, has its wings? Okay, you got another cigarette. It has its wings up, claws out, but uh, your cigarette. Flies straight into its gullet. You see that it even kind of <laughs> goes a little bit down its yeah. throat, and you just see it mineral go. Ah!
3: <laughs> Big puff of smoke.
2: Yeah, and then, yeah, and then followed by a puff of smoke, and it kind of, kind of just stops in its place, kind of slashes and it's just like, ah, ah. and then as well. Uh, the, these three birds that were coming at, at you uh, mm-hmm. were not were not as close. They were a little bit farther away. They were still kind of making their, their sprint towards you. Your uh, orifices. Sphinctered orifices. Sphinctered orifices that have just shot out wads and wads of, mm-hmm. uh, what does it say? It says a slurry. Well, it's
1: like a, they're more like milky ribbons of a, oh, of, a, of a lubricant from my body.
2: Okay, so kind okay. of leaving that kind yeah. of spiral. Is yeah.
1: it sticky? Oh, it's, yeah, it's real.
2: It sticks to everything, but then between itself, it, it creates kind of this sheen that there's zero friction. Mm-hmm. I see. And uh, it lands all around uh, in kind of like a, like a wide kind of quarter circle arc around mm-hmm. you. And it slathers the legs of these three birds Yeah. The two that are still running at you, just do that awkward. If you've ever seen kind of a a goose or something kind of slipping on ice, Mm -hmm. they just kind of crashing into you, actually. Into me? Yeah, 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 so uh, give it another roll. (laughs) Um, You get bumbled up, Uh, they're on top of you, you're twisted between them, it's just, You've been knocked down.
1: Oh, so we're just we're just slick and kind of sliding all over each other yes. in my lubricant. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So that bird that was choking kind of fell into a squat and just kind of uh, kind of rolled up, but the two birds that were in a dead sprint towards you, you are now in a jumbled mess of uh, all of you just lathered in this dude, just
0: rolling around in the muck. What's that moaning sound? <laughs> Not is that me. a new creature? <laughs> uh, Alright, so you love this. Yeah. This is great. All right. Mission
1: accomplished, Cap. Or
2: you're up again.
0: Other <laughs> birds near me? Yes,
2: yeah, just to recap, you flung the baby bird. Right. Um, <laughs> and then three of these birds have just descended upon you, ripped you up, and you got a cut in your neck, you got a slash in your arm, and your chest wide open. Uh, curls, tufts of hair mm-hmm. pouring out.
0: One of Captain Antares' signature moves. He plants his big ass sword in the ground and hangs onto it with one arm and uses the other three to grab one of each bird's necks. Oh, all right. Ha! 12.
2: Uh, okay, so you are a skilled fighter. This is pretty much all you do. For you, doing something like this in combat at 12, you do it easily. Okay. You plant your sword in the ground, and when you do, uh, as you can see on uh, uh, your little card there, this is something uh, we're gonna establish for you guys. Magic is not a thing in this world that everyone has, but this sword you got, uh, you got it on one of your missions on some weird ass planet. It's not magic, but it's not like known science either. It- it's got very mysterious origins, and- uh, some- Like the force? Uh, no. A little a bit. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> um, so a- something that's special about it- I
0: wasn't gonna say nothing.
2: <laughs> it's just this huge, huge sword, but given your strength, mm. you can wield this thing as though it's- A dagger. A-
0: yeah, as like a like a rapier.
2: You, uh, oh, like a lightsaber. Uh, no,
0: <laughs> I didn't say nothing. It's
2: not made out of light. It's made out of solid matter. Mm-hmm. But something that it does do is, whenever it impacts, it stores some of that force that it feels. So when you when you slam this thing down into the ground, you hear it, uh, kind of, and you see it. It kind of lights up with uh, a. What color? Uh, I <laughs> What color uh, does it light up? Ooh,
0: like an electric blue.
2: Okay. Uh, all right, cool. <laughs> uh, so yeah, when you slam it down here. What other colors were we supposed to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, they got purple, red, the last one was yellow. You
3: yeah. could have one that maybe it has two coming out the side.
2: Oh, yeah. I <laughs> yeah, can it. you do that? No, that. Oh. Sorry, that is. Uh, so maybe wh- you were looking to upgrade it, it's, but okay, it's it's, t- it's tickle me pink.
3: So what is this sword doing?
2: <laughs> uh, you slam your sword down to the ground. You hear it kind of charge up and start glowing faintly. With these birds, they're they're on you. They've slashed you with, with very quick striking speed. You just, whoosh, three of your arms back. come out and just squeeze ooh the vice grip around yeah. these birds' neck. You hear bones snap. They just. <laughs> oh. <laughs> these birds, uh, you know, they're not they're not long-necked, but there is kind of some distance, uh, and your huge long long fingers just wrap around them, crush them tight, and you can see two of them. Uh, their heads just kind of <laughs> their their bodies go limp. One <laughs> of them is kind of <laughs> maybe it's your uh what's your least dominant arm?
0: Uh bottom right. Bottom right.
2: Okay. With that arm that you've, you know, you've grabbed this bird, it, you hear a, a, kind of a lesser crunch, and it's ah! <laughs> like it lets out a big ah! just a just a terrifying shriek. You have uh, you have defeated two of the birds. Do you want to? What do you? What do you do with them?
0: What do I do with them? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little complicated, but okay. <laughs> so after stabbing this sword into the ground, or it's going to pull the trigger on its handle, uh, release the explosive energy that was built up by this impact okay. and, and launch into the air.
2: All right, so this thing doesn't store all of its energy yeah. on each hit. This is something that you can strike over and over and it's gonna build and build and build. And mm-hmm. you've never found a limit
0: to it. Okay. Uh,
2: but this is you know just one solid strike into the ground. So this isn't gonna be explosive. Yeah,
0: it's one little air.
2: So you let go. You let go of the birds as well.
0: Oh no, I take them with me into the air.
2: Oh, oh, okay. So
0: you're you're using this force to launch, yeah? Yeah. yeah.
2: All right. oh my God. Okay. Um, uh, roll
0: five. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: Uh, So, strength is one of your strong suits. Yeah. Uh, Elegance in terms of like hand-to-hand, but going up in the air, you are not the most agile.
0: Usually I need a spaceship for this part.
2: The sword is not below you. The sword is in front of you. Yeah. In your mind's eye, you see yourself shooting up in the air, kind of coming up (laughs) in one of those hero poses. Yeah. Three birds in your arms. This basically just launches you backwards, uh, maybe 15 feet. And slams you flat against the uh, <laughs> side of the ship, and you're just, Gawk! Uh And then, and then you just very quickly just land down on, on the ground. And
0: uh, <laughs> do I still have the birds?
2: You still have the birds. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It? And uh, that third bird from this forest, uh is...
1: I landed and, and on it.
2: Your main body, your torso, slams against the back and your arms kind of snapped backwards <laughs> oh against no. the wall. Uh, so this third bird that was you know, suffering but not dead, the side of its uh, skull is caved in, its beak is fractured. You're kind of left prostate. Like prostate? prostate. It, well, yeah, yeah, so you, you slammed against the back of it and then just kind of, uh, kind of Boop, Captain hurt one of his two prostates. So at the end of your turn, you are face down in the mud, kind of leaving a, uh, a, a little uh, a mud angel. You've left a tent and you're just face down <laughs> in like this
4: moss. All right, I'll stay right here. This spring, you need nutritious, convenient meals to energize you for warmer, active days and keep you on track reaching your goals. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and tackle everything on your to-do list. Too busy to cook this spring? With factors, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back outside and soak up that warm weather. With over 34 chef-prepared dietitian approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of over 45 add-ons, including breakfast items like egg bites, smoothies, and more. Want to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready faster than restaurant delivery in just two minutes. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions to your door, source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in our meals. Head to factormills.com slash dice 50 and use code mustbediced 50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code mustbedice50 at factormills.com slash mustbedice50 to get 50% off your first box. So next up are these are these birds. The ort has single-handedly wiped out half of them.
2: Okay. Two of them, you're tangled up in a mess, and the third one is kind of on its ass, right next to you, <laughs> just kind of like ah,
1: ah, ah. choking on uh, the cigarette.
2: The one that it's on its ass kind of uh, recovers, and although it's still choking, it starts. Uh, it kind of s- starts snapping its beak rapidly, okay. going, and you hear that sound <laughs> kind of shoot out and it's bouncing off the trees. It, it, this is a percussive sound and, it, and, and, it, and it's got a lot of rage. And once okay. again, where the baby bird was making this little squawk calling for help, this sound is a lot more menacing. Lindsay, you are you know, focused on Ort. You've witnessed this incident where he grabs the necks, gets yeah. slammed and it's this bird that was once choking is just snapping mm-hmm. its beak rapidly. Gooch. Uh, you're kind of being wrapped up with these birds. The birds are have no fucking clue what's going on. They're just, you know, tumbling yeah. with you. They're they're upside down, kind of
1: flailing about. It's kind of like a tickle party, but not yeah. not sexual. Yeah, not <laughs> not at all sexual. We're all stuck together. You can't tell where I end and these two birds begin we will real, real wedge together. Yeah. yeah. Very much so, yeah. <laughs> I feel like
0: we should just let him do his thing. He's having fun. <laughs> All
1: right, so yeah, actually,
2: uh, Gooch, you you hear, you know, in your high uh, hind mind, your hind brain, mm-hmm. you hear this nabbing, but it just kind of adds a rhythm mm-hmm. to, to your little, uh, oh. your little what party you, you got going. Knock around. it off back there. Gooch
0: confuses me.
2: Uh, and immediately, <laughs> you hear more, you hear this same sound in response, this, this uh, kind of uh, menacing knocking. Washburn, you're up, what do you do?
3: i like to do a couple things. You can tell me what I can do. The first two things I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take two slugs. I'm All gonna right. load adrenaline, and then I'm gonna load incendiary, okay?
2: Okay, so just so you know, yeah. uh, your rifle, yeah. it's called a caster rifle, yep. because you can load different shells that have different effects. Yeah. Although it's, single, it's a single barrel, You have a chamber where it's basically kind of a triangle. You can load, you you basically have three different magazines that you can load a couple shells of each thing into.
3: So basically I shoot the adrenaline into Gooch's ass. (laughs) So I shot with adrenaline and then I shoot the incendiary. I just kind of launch it in the general direction of the big pile because Mm -hmm. my goal is to set the pile ablaze and give him the adrenaline to like zoom out of there and be like, whoa, I'm getting out of here. And then the third thing I want to do is I want to throw mud and grow grow mud. I want mud to get big. I go, mud, do something.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do two rolls, do the roll for the adrenaline and then for the uh, incendiary.
3: Okay, eight for the adrenaline. Okay. Six for the, (laughs) <laughs> flames.
2: All right. Um, so
3: question, real quick. <laughs> yes, yes. With yes. my motherly love, is that like a passive? Because it's kind of like a save, right? Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. So exactly. So like you can actually roll. Save? You can actually roll. Good call. You can roll advantage for both of those. Yeah. That's motherly. You got a native six.
3: Fifteen.
2: Fifteen for the um, adrenaline.
3: Yeah, seventeen
2: for the second one. Wow, seventeen for the inferno. So you're
3: gonna fly out of there, and that's just yeah. going to
2: blaze. You shoot the adrenaline shot, and uh, just as Ort is a master in hand-to-hand combat, you are a veteran. You, this this rifle you got, you've had it for years and years. I don't know uh, how a
3: gun works. I'm <laughs> just.
2: That looks. <laughs> <right>. Yeah, <laughs> that looks right. You really don't even need to sight it. If if you didn't want to, you could have just.
3: No, but I do it for the looks, darling. Yeah, for the looks.
2: So the adrenaline goes out. It lands perfectly in the right mushy cheek of Gooch.
1: Ooh. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh,
2: Although the shot landed perfectly, he is in this greasy pile. So you can see that he kind of boing, like straightens out (laughs) flat in the
0: grease. So what, is he erect now? Like his whole body? Every inch. Because you're such a master shot, you
2: put off these two shots in a matter, in in a second. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your incendiary hits that grease, goes up. um, Gooch, uh, give it a roll. Seven. Seven. (laughs) Uh, All right, so you've gone straight, Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, regrettably Mm -hmm. uh, that motion kind of Pushed these two birds away from you and they kind of slide away. Aww. Uh, so that all three of you are separate and all three of you go up in flames.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, it still kind of
2: feels good. You are covered in this film. Mm hmm. And uh, something about this film is it is a bit flame retardant. Okay. Um, you're an a aqua- uh, kind of an amphibious aquatic creature. Uh, I knew so- you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, so although it gets it gets hot as hell, you're not being seared like right, I'm not crisp. You're not being burned it. to a crisp. It is very, very mm. And mm. so uh, after this happens, you guys have heard that knocking sound, that knocking sound. You hear also just scratching of leaves, um, some thumping, and from all around you, a dozen more of these birds flood in. The mother bird is back and it looks mad as all hell. And because these uh, birds were you know, kind of in a dead sprint, they close that distance almost immediately and uh, three of them uh, kind of come to Ort who's lying flat on the ground yeah. and just start slashing you. Ort, give it a roll real quick. Living. That doesn't save you because you're flat on the ground. They're just ripping you open. An orc dies. Uh, <laughs> An <orc dies. laughs> Thanks for Another watching. Another half dozen are coming from this other side and they pile straight on uh, to y'all. And we all die. <laughs> uh, you guys are not in a great situation as well.
3: What about mud? I threw mud.
2: Mud, he doesn't just in a snap turn into this big creature. So as you threw mud, he uh, kind of ah, ah, went from this little thing, and he was he was growing and growing. As these birds kind of fly in, uh, he has reached his size, and he lets out this huge. He almost looks like one of those. Have you ever seen one of those cows or like the pit bulls that just like or buff kangaroos? Yeah, Jack, yeah, buff (laughs) kangaroos. He's just ripped as fuck. Uh, that was a two. He, uh, because he, you know, he takes so much more space, uh, his left front paw just, as he as he gets bigger and bigger, he lets us this huge, huge kind of roar, but his left paw kind of spreads into the, uh, the viscous fluids yeah. uh, that you produce. He, he kind of goes off kilter, and he's not able to kind of go right into action. The other three of them went on top of Uh, Or these other nine just kind of pile in on top of you guys, although some like, you know, a couple of them slip in this fluid Um, They're you're just overwhelmed and they're kind of just coming in as this happens as soon as it happens They come in flat on top of you. They all freeze Uh, and You don't know why everything's coming in and then they all kind of come to a stop and, and sit there for a moment and then very faintly you hear and they start kind of cocking their heads around like they're trying to, you know, figure out where the, the sound is coming from in the air. All of them immediately boom shoot away. Uh, and y'all are left there just kind of uh, overwhelmed when you hear the sound.
0: I getting feel through the mud as I'm laying face down in the mud. I just assume that's
2: (laughs)
1: Gucci.
2: Basically, this thing that uh, scared away these vicious birds that were way more powerful than y'all were. I
1: slowly turn
2: around, I get
1: my tickling Uh hand, and I prime my back orifices to grease up some more of these birds. What do you guys think? How much goo you well, the got there? the birds, they
3: ran away, I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: so.
2: Um, I'll grease up whatever you got. All of the birds have bolted, except for those two that are covered in grease.
3: I mean, I'm looking around to see what the, where it's coming from. Yeah. We hear yeah. it, we feel it. What Do I see it?
2: Not yet. What do you want to do? You're, you said you're grabbing at these uh,
1: greased up birds? I'm just, I'm really <laughs> nervous. And when I get nervous, I like to grease things up.
2: So you're able to kind of <laughs> get your arms around one of them because mm-hmm. you're, pretty, you're pretty small and dumpy. Yeah. Uh, but then the, the second one, you can kind of like, Give a little rub. This sound kind of starts to overpower you. You hear the uh, branches snapping under the weight, the massive weight of whatever this thing is, and the gets keeps getting louder and louder. But then, from the direction of where actually uh, your burning ship was, uh, you see it glowing uh, appearing in the dim light of your burning ship. You see a small fan of aquatic creatures they don't look anything like you they do resemble kind of like frogs salamanders they're all these little froggy creatures they're dressed in pretty primitive clothing it's kind of fishbone woven into what looks like kind of uh rough uh rough ropes a few of them have these big drums they've kind of Uh, put up leaves and branches and they're hitting it and you can hear that was the thumping. Also on this kind of big cart, two of them are kind of hauling it. You know, they've noticed you, they see you're there and one of them kind of goes and they all kind of smile at you and just kind of stand there and look at you. At me? Yes, you. They don't look hostile, uh, but they look kind of weary, but that weariness kind of dissolves when they see. You can see them all kind of light up. He's kind of just sitting there. You've got your arms around this thing and you're just kind of looking over at them.
1: This one, the other one's playing hard to get over there, but I got this one. I look over and I see that they like
2: Their curiosity almost turns to uh, kind of like enamored uh, by this, what y'all might see as a disgusting pile of sphincters. Mm, So many. They seem very enamored and one of them separates from the group and kind of approaches closely. You can see that this creature is kind of dressed differently than all the rest. He's kind of wearing these robes, uh, and he also looks more mature, kind of older, almost elderly, um, wide, wide mouth, uh, kind of frog-like, big bulgy eyes. He comes up, and gives you a kind of very big bow and, and kind of puts his hands out while keeping his head up, kind of making eye contact.
0: All right, Ort leaps from the mud, grabs his sword, and plants it in the muck between Gooch and these strangers. And says, look out, Greg. We don't know what their true intentions are. Greetings, native people. Uh, we're, we crashed here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, uh, do you give any sort of like salute or greeting or anything?
0: He waves all four of his hands at the same time.
2: (laughs) So this kind of elderly, uh, kind of hunched over creature, it's got this staff. Uh, It kind of uh, tries to kind of bend upward, kind of looks at you, does the same thing. Uh, You can see that it's kind of uh, reciprocating what you're doing. It goes,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or it laughs.
0: laughs.
2: All right, so that is where we're going to end Episode one. Thank you all for playing. Who knows what's gonna happen, uh, how you're gonna communicate with these guys. But yeah, thank you everyone for watching the premiere of the new season of Must Be Dice, The Forgotten Planet. See you next week.